Hello and welcome to the Fall in Love with Yourself First podcast. My name is Mandy Tardiff. This is episode number three, season number two. The title of today's episode is The Best Way to Meditate. I think that's a pretty bold statement right there. Who am I to think that I know the best way to meditate? And you might have just stumbled upon this and you're curious as to what I'm going to say and what is this way that I'm going to share about meditation because maybe you're really looking for enlightenment or some kind of a feeling of spirituality, being in touch with God, hearing God's voice. Maybe you're looking for a way to meditate so you can manifest things faster or better and Maybe you're going to find the answers that you're looking for and maybe you're going to be extremely disappointed about what I'm going to share. Maybe you're going to think I'm some crazy quack and you're going to turn this podcast off in about 30 seconds. Through my experience, and I can only really go by my experience, through my experience, I have found through my own life And also by observing the lives of others that there are just some certain things that if we surrender to them, if we humble ourselves and say, you know what, I I just might not know everything and I might actually not even know sometimes what is the best for me. So I'm going to open up my mind, I'm going to open up my heart to experience something different. And here's one of them, meditation. So most people have heard of meditation. I definitely have. I was in a food program. I had a really bad eating disorder for about 15 years. And I was going down the path of probably dying very soon and thankfully I got help. I ended up in this program and in that program it was extremely structured. My life was laid out in in a very structured way every single day. I ate meals that were weighed and they were measured on a digital scale to the ounce to the tea. I did not put anything in my mouth unless it was weighed out. I meditated for 30 minutes every single morning. I went to three meetings. I called my sponsor. I read some literature. I mean, I had all these kind of checkpoints, these these things to follow every day. And it gave me a a sense of peace and calm. And it it helped me to have this consistency and this, this stability in my life, this structure. I am no longer in that program. I haven't been in that program for quite some time. I have thankfully have not had to resort back to an eating disorder. I have found my way into healing and I call myself now a normal, intuitive, healthy eater, which is just amazing. But during that 10 year period in that program, every morning I would wake up early. I would call my sponsor. I would commit my food to her, tell her exactly what I was going to eat that day to the ounce. And then I would sit for 30 minutes. It was called quiet time. It was something we were supposed to do. 
And it was not, we were not told exactly what we were supposed to do in that quiet time, whether we were supposed to like, you know, read something and meditate on that or just listen to music or, you know, there's various ways that you can meditate. But we were, we were told to have our quiet time. And I used to just sit there and feel honestly, like just crazy. I'd be listening to my thoughts and they'd be going all over the place. And I would think, am I supposed to be calm? Cause I don't feel calm. And my mind would just go off on all these tangents. And I'd would think that I was doing it wrong and I was always trying to figure out how to do it right thinking that everybody else was meditating in this correct way and it wasn't until I mean it's it's not like I ever did it like right but what I found was the most effective way for me to live uh, with peace with true peace in my soul the peace that is sustained when you're going through really, really hard times. Like the the peace that doesn't even make sense. Like when you're going through something and you normally just know that you'd have so much fear and, but yet you just feel this abiding peace. Like you just know that you're taken care of. And the reason why you know that you're taken care of is because day after day, after day, after day, after day, You've had experience after experience after experience of seeing, feeling, tasting, smelling, knowing that there is a benevolent, loving God looking over you. And that starts to seep into your bones. And one of the ways that that has seeped into your bones and you're able to have this abiding peace and trust in this amazing, benevolent, loving God is because for 30 minutes you are sitting there I'm I'm talking about myself I'm, I'm reflecting back on my life that period of 10 years when I used to sit there for 30 minutes one of the things that I I finally kind of came to and I wasn't perfect in this but I noticed a remarkable difference when I would meditate on the Bible when I would meditate on certain scripture verses For instance, there is a scripture verse that talks about, um, let's see, it's Philippians, uh, Philippians 4, 8, and I'm going to read it, and it's uh, Apostle Paul, and he writes, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And I remember reading that. I'm like, seems pretty straightforward. Seems pretty simple. Okay. I'll just think about what's lovely. I'll think about what's pure. I'll think about what is right. I'll think about something that's praiseworthy. And and for those 30 minutes, I I would do that. And I would notice that I would feel better. I would feel joy. I'd feel peace. I'd feel calm. And then I would notice that something would shift in my whole entire inner being. Like my mind would start to open up. I'd start to open up to, it's like hard to even put it into words. It was like I was opened up to this whole other spiritual realm. This understanding that like words could hardly even articulate 
that would confound the mind of other people that just like really seriously would think it was a bunch of bunch of horseshit but it was the most real thing I have ever experienced it was more real than than real life if that makes sense and if you've experienced this you know so I really got hooked on this when I would read just these truths in the Bible that just were so solid and steadfast it was like I knew that I could put my whole entire life in these words I I could feel that this was the last house on the block like this was authority this was power this was sovereign above all these words and so I started meditating on it I started filling my mind instead of going into meditation with emptying my mind I would fill my mind there's so many different ways that we can you know meditate right there's um, there's so many varying styles and I have no idea the names of them I, I I do not know and I'm not here to bash meditation and I'm not here to say you're doing it wrong and there's there's I all I'm saying is is that through my experience and experience of many others best way the most victorious way that I've ever experienced that my soul tells me I, it, I feel it. I feel it from from the top of my head to the tip of my toes. And it also permeates throughout my entire day. And then I just see how things line up. I see these miracles and these synchronicities. And I'm like, okay, this there's something to this. I'm going to keep doing this. I mean, if it works, I'm going to freaking keep doing it. If it's effective, if it's bringing just such unbelievable spiritual, like calm coincidences and just things in my life, then there's got to be something to this. And it feels otherworldly. It feels, it doesn't feel like black magic. It doesn't feel like I'm trying to manifest things. It, it actually feels like I'm not holding on to it tightly. It feels just like ease and flow. And as though like, I'm not doing it. I'm just tapping into something that's already there. I'm tapping into a source not for my own gain either. It's not because I'm trying to tap into it so that I can try to get something and get a certain outcome. It's from this very open-handed, humble, kind of childlike posture where I just am wanting to open up my mind. I'm just wanting to think on things that are lovely because it's instructing me to do so. So I'm like, okay, I don't need to think about why or how or what's in it for me it's just simply think on things that are lovely and then all of a sudden I'm like wow I just feel better and I'm loving more and and the world just opens up to me and the grass is greener and the birds feel chirpier and and it's it's just amazing it just and then you know, I have this peace that I feel and this connection with God that takes my breath away and makes me want to cry sometimes because it's like the world does not have this anywhere. And I just love this feeling. So I don't know if that's making any sense, but the reason why I'm explaining it is because I, I just want people to experience this. It's it's just like the most valuable, amazing thing. It's like It's like feeling heaven on earth. 
and it just makes your soul different it feels so good it's like god is washing you from the inside out and turning you into the most beautiful version of yourself that you just are like i know that this is not within my own power and this feels like it takes my breath away I, I, I don't even feel worthy of this, but yet God calls me worthy. It's so beautiful. So in my opinion, the best way to meditate is to fill your mind on God's word. Here's another verse. If we're looking at the, you know, the Bible, here's Joshua 1, 8, it's chapter one, verse eight, keep this book of the law, which is the, you know, the Bible always on your lips Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. And then you will be prosperous and successful. So many people and I was was that person that just didn't want to hear this. I literally would have turned this podcast off a long time ago. I have struggled to remain faithful, to, to keep... The, this law on my lips and to med- meditate on it day and night and to be careful to do everything written it I've not done everything right for sure I've made some choices in 2023 that I wish I could go back and redo it I, I do I wish I could go back and just wipe that clean and God does wipe it clean so to speak for us when we come and we repent and we say God please forgive me I I got lost and I was not keeping the book of the law on my lips. I wasn't meditating on it all day and night. I didn't want to. I wanted to just do the twinkly fun things that led me to sin and destruction. And I want to be prosperous and successful in the ways of God. I want to be prosperous and successful in a way that brings me so much true joy, contentedness, and peace in a way that speaks to my soul, in a way that's eternal, in a way that's absolutely magnificent and beautiful and otherworldly and spiritual. I want to be a city on a hill and not conforming to the pattern of this world, but being renewed in my mind by meditating on God's word. And it tells me that if I do this, I'll be prosperous and successful and it's like in a different way. People look at you and they're like, wait, how did that happen? Well, it's not really me. It's because I'm doing a hard thing, which is to actually meditate on God's word. <laughs> like, it's not necessarily like the cool thing to do. And people will mock you and people will turn your podcast off. So like, who the fuck do you think you are? They're saying that you are the, you know the way, you know, you can't tell me that, everybody's supposed to do this, blah, blah, blah. I get that. Um, But I'm sharing it because I care and I'm sharing it for anyone who might want to listen and just know that at the end of my life, I can say, I just, I don't know, I just tried. I humbly tried to just share my experience. And if it helps another person, great. And if they don't want to listen to me, then I don't know. There's nothing I can do about it, right? Um, There's another verse. It's Psalm 119, 
15 so 119 verse 15 then it says i meditate on your precepts and i consider your ways so again this is another time in the bible that it talks about the word meditate and it never says like i i empty my mind of everything i mean that's that can be kind of in my opinion that can be kind of dangerous because when you are emptying your mind you're it it may lead you to a lack of focus it may lead you to a lack of of purpose during your meditation like you're just I guess for me I don't understand the point of emptying your mind like why would you why would you want to empty your mind um there's no specific intention there's no specific focal point um might find that your thoughts are wandering aimlessly which you know happens to us all and not to say there's anything wrong with that but to me then I guess it's like where's the meaningful benefit to just emptying your mind um to me I want to fill my mind I want to fill my mind on on the ways of God I want to fill my mind on scripture verses that say you know God you are good you are almighty you are the king of all kings and why why like because there's something that happens to your soul and if it's never happened to you I pray it happens to you because your life will be changed forever and once you have this encounter with God you it's like you can't go back it's like once you like say I don't know you were born in like a jungle and you never had chocolate ice cream (laughs) and once you've had chocolate ice cream like you can't ever not experience that like you're like I now know that there's such thing as chocolate ice cream. Um, your life has just changed. That's a horrible analogy, but that's the only thing that came to my mind right now. But once you have an encounter with God, once you just feel this, it's like, yeah, you're, for, you're a forever changed human being. It doesn't mean that everything goes hunky-dory. It doesn't mean that, you know, you can hear God's voice constantly and you always feel that way because that's not been my experience but you you kind of always know where north star is you kind of always you're like i've been lost and i didn't even really know how lost i was and now i feel found and even though this world is still difficult and challenging i always have a sense of an anchor point and an anchor point that is the most stable thing in the entire planet that never changes. God is never, never changes. He's steadfast, always. He never leaves us, never forsakes us. He's just always there, always loving, eternal, always was, always will be, ever present, omnipotent, sovereign. And the more that we meditate on that, the more we talk about that, the more it just builds us up and become prosperous. It's amazing. Another reason why I feel like for me, I wouldn't want to empty my mind is, you know, it leaves you vulnerable to negative thoughts and intrusive thoughts rather than like being active in the meditation, guiding your thoughts towards God's word, which is the best thing that can feed your soul and give you insurance in the bank for a later future event where you're going to need to draw upon that insurance that you've been putting in the bank of having this abiding trust 
in God, this abiding peace amidst the storms of life that are inevitable. And an empty mind might, you know, unintentionally be inviting negativity or anxiety or stress, which could hinder the intended benefits of meditation. So the third um, reason why I personally just don't find it very effective to empty my mind during meditation is that it's, to me, it's like a, a missed opportunity for spiritual growth. Like it might feel like there's spiritual growth there and you know who am I to say how do you know like what it was this contest like how can you measure spiritual spiritual growth right again I don't know everything I'm just sharing my experience because I care take it leave it judge it mock it whatever you want to do but this is working for me and it's the, the thing that's worked for me I've tried everything and this has worked nothing else has worked everything else just kind of felt like a generic version and until I hit the jackpot I'm like all right this is definitely what I'm doing it's not the coolest it's not the one that uh, I think everyone's shouting to the rooftops about because it's got to do with Jesus the Bible um, you know following God's ways and I don't really think there's a majority of the people on this planet right now that really want to do that but I do because it's remarkably different. My life is remarkably different. But number three, what, you know, why I feel like it's like a missed opportunity for spiritual growth is because, I don't know, I feel like meditation, I mean, I don't, I personally don't just like sit there and meditate. It's just not something, I don't like have like a structured time that I do this like I used to. I just sit there for 30 minutes every single day. I haven't done that in so long. I just find that like too rigid and too structured. I like things to flow and I like to things to be more authentic. So if I feel like I want to like, you know, sit there and read the Bible and like really ponder and think about like God's word, I will, I will do that. I don't say like, I'm going to go meditate right now. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm meditating on it. I'm thinking about it. I'm pondering it. I'm you know, writing about it, journaling about it. I'm studying it. I'm like, oh, what does that word mean? Okay, how does that apply to my life? How can I apply that to my life today? Where can I see that play out in my life today? How can that change me as a human today? That's how I'm, you know, I approach meditation. I don't feel like I have to sit there on a mat in a room with a bunch of other people as I empty my mind because I feel like how is that connecting to a higher truth? Um, to deepen an understanding of spiritual teachings. I mean, I guess if, unless instead of emptying your mind, you are filling your mind with spiritual teachings. Um, I just feel like emptying the mind can bypass opportunities for growth and insight if we're just constantly just trying to empty out the mind. Um, I can, I guess I can understand if like a person's like really busy and they just are sick and tired of thinking, they just want to go and like not think. But you know, and far be it for me to say what is right for, you know, a person. Um, but if there's any idle time, I, when I'm not thinking, it's like when I'm sleeping and, you know, maybe when I'm like listening to music, I'm not necessarily like, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm listening to the music, but I'm also like probably thinking too, because I'm like thinking about the music or how did they write that lyric or how did they come up with that 
melody progression. Um, I just, to me, I just don't understand what the, I guess, what the point is of emptying the mind. Um, it's a time or a place. Everything works. Um, there's different practices that work for different people. Um, you know, I guess you could just got to try it out for yourself, but it's the most effective way to meditate for me has been to fill my mind instead of empty my mind. And the most effective way for me to meditate is to not make it so structured. And, but you might be in a season of your life where it really is great to be structured. And that's fantastic. Take what you want and what I'm saying and leave the rest. I am going to continue to study God's word because I know it's a lamp into my feet and it's a guide and God speaks to me daily as I go to the word and it just fills my soul like nothing else in the world. It gives me peace, calm, contentedness, joy that this world just can't give me. It keeps me on a good path. It keeps me making sane decisions. It keeps me calm and it just give me, gives me answers and I want to be prosperous I want to be successful. Um, So that's my podcast for this week. Love to hear your thoughts. Um, Even if you want to tell me that I'm a stupid shit and I would, I guess I'd rather not hear that, but um, yeah. And I have a song coming out. I just uploaded a couple new songs. It's a little tiny little mini album of three songs the album is called my soul is dancing Um, it's more of an instrumental album Um, however there are a a few words in one of the songs and i'm super excited about it it's just like chill music one of the songs is called save me and the other song is called my soul is dancing and these were done in a time when i was coming back to my walk with god and God was transforming me yet again, making me white as snow, redeeming me, repairing me, rebuilding me, making all things new again. And I just knew that I needed God to save me yet again. And um, and now I feel like my soul is dancing. So that song should be coming out, or those songs should be coming out in a few days. So watch out for those. And the album cover is so cool. I love it. I painted these angel wings on my bedroom wall. And so I took a picture of it and that is the album cover. And, um, yeah, my art is just my life story. It's my autobiography. It might be not be like super cool, but it is authentic and it's coming straight out of my heart and yeah, and it's real and it's raw and I just wanted to share it because it's a piece of history, a piece of a moment in time in my life of my story of when God saved me again. And as a result of that, my soul is dancing. My soul is dancing because of God and because I'm opening up my Bible again and I just feel remarkably different. So I want to keep doing it because what's happened in the past is I do it and then I... I don't anymore and I want to just stay the distance. So that is all I have to say for today. Thanks so much for joining me and I'll catch you on my next podcast. Bye.